Seven Hells. It's time once again for another edition of Two O for this podcast, Game of Thrones discussion. Kevin, Kevin, yes. I'm gonna mi- I'm gonna miss that theme song, aren't you? I I, I think we're gonna have to uh, leave it on here and bring it back every now and then because uh, I, I will... dig it. Okay, <laughs> you're right. You're right. We'll probably have to bring it back maybe a couple of times because we're gonna have a lot to unpack yeah. uh, as far as theory wise goes and review wise actually as as well. Uh, I, I should I should stipulate uh, this is not gonna be a review episode. This is gonna be more of an after show. We're just gonna be giving reactions. We're gonna be having our our guests from episode four on. Our, our panel of cosplay Game of Thrones heroines yeah. are going to be joining us. So I'll give their reactions to the episode. And we're going to go through the results of our Game of Thrones Deadpool that we mm-hmm. set up uh, back in episode four. Yeah. And, and see, see how everybody did. And, um, you know, we're going to talk about the show, just not in as much detail as we usually do in a regular review. Yeah. yeah. So off the bat, um, are you satisfied? Are you satisfied with this episode? I, you know what? I, I am satisfied with this episode. And mm-hmm. I... Unfortunately, I have to have an asterisk beside it, and it's no—it's not the show's fault. And I and I hate to put an asterisk for something that's not the show's fault. Um, maybe it is uh, in terms of security, but um, unfortunately, I have to say the leaks were all true, and a lot of us read them, and a lot of us were worried that we had had the show spoiled for us, and we did. Uh, we definitely did. I, mm-hmm. I actually had I actually had episode five spoiled for me in the same way. Like somebody was just telling me what they saw on Reddit and I wouldn't have gone looking for that myself. But, um, you know, it came to me, uh, you know, from the ether and, you know, that's okay. I'm not mad. Uh, but, um, a little disappointed that the exact plot details of season of episode five and episode six completely leaked. So while I did like the episode, while I did think it was a satisfying ending, uh, and, a, and a fitting ending, um, and, and a great episode of television, again, uh, that asterisk is there for me right now, because uh, through the whole episode, I was sitting there whispering what's going to happen next, because I knew, because it was all it was all in the leaks. Oh, man, that um, so that So that's my <laughs> top-line reaction. Anyway, how, what is your top-line reaction as a, as a non-Game of Thrones fan, just returning back for this season because I forced you to? How do you feel... <laughs> After all of it's over now, it's over, Kevin. Yeah. It's all over. You, Eight years. Can you it's believe over. that I uh, I actually stuck to uh, I stuck to my guns and I did this. I did this for you, Jeremy. I oh, I watched I watched you, every single minute of this season eight just for yeah. you and this podcast. So that's dedication right there. Dude, um, I appreciate it. I'm so grateful for yeah, that. Yeah, man. No way. worries. Please, please, it's, it's please a, go on. Please go on. <laughs> so um, okay. Uh, it's done. It's ended. And uh, am I? Do I feel like I need to go back and watch the entire thing? I'm gonna say probably not. Um, right. If I do, like maybe one day, I might be bored and I might throw it on and start watching it from the beginning. But uh, as of right now, uh, I I really don't have the urge to go back and 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 watch it from the beginning. That being said, uh, I had no problem with this season. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought, uh, as again, as a non-fan, I, I was entertained. There was some okay. stuff uh, that was thrown in there that were 
like obviously thrown in there for the fans and mm-hmm. you know what i mean as as you pointed out as we've been reviewing mm-hmm. each episode but this particular episode um like i said i was entertained by it and there was like some parts i guess uh especially towards the end i guess when they're wrapping it up i didn't really understand who john snow was walking with at the end um mm-hmm. as far as like it was cool that they 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 made bran is that his name bran yep yep um they, it was cool that they made him the king uh i personally right. didn't see him becoming the king um, right. for me, I would have put like Arya Stark, right, right. as the queen. Um, right. but yeah, no, it was, uh, oh, and the one that got crowned at the end, uh, what was her name again? Um, crowned, oh, Sansa Stark, crowned Sa- queen of the North. Yes. There you go. Um, yeah. I didn't really, really pick up on that. I was like, okay, she's getting a crown now too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. But, oh, uh, well she's uh, the North is a separate kingdom now. So there used to be seven kingdoms right. and now there's, now there's six. The North declared itself independent. Okay. And Sansa is the queen of that independent kingdom now. And, uh, Bran is the king of the rest of the six. So the Stark family rules all of Westeros now, yeah. which I think, which I think if you go back to season one, if you go back to episode one, especially in the fact that the Starks were our first point of view characters and that the Starks were really the true good guys of this show who got like shit on and destroyed I, I think that's fitting I think that's a happy ending okay. um, I, I'm actually surprised um, that, um, that 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 did happen because I was expecting a more cynical ending than right. we actually got right. um, okay. from, from George R. R. Martin he's a cynical guy um, but no uh, that was payoff uh, I think uh, for the fans there but you raised a couple of big questions there that I that I think are going to get talked about a lot. Uh, that ending scene where John was leading people north of the wall. I, I, I mean, I'm inferring into that. I think what people are going to say is that John was leading the wildlings back home. The wildlings have to, had to flee south of the wall from their home because the dead were coming and wiping them out. So mm-hmm. I think, I think at the end it's John leading those people back to their freedom. Um, but I had to like like do some math in my head to figure that out. I'm just like, what is what are they doing? Like, what right. what's going on here, right? Um, so that's going to be a topic of big discussion. And also, uh, what what you were saying about Bran being king and not seeing that coming, I think this is going to be a topic of discussion for a long time. We're gonna, we're going to have to get confirmation from George R. R. Martin and Benioff and Weiss as to whether this is the infamous third twist that we've heard so much about. Benioff and Weiss told us that George Martin told us that told told them that there were three twists in the in the in the books coming up that they had to include in the show. Okay. Uh, we knew uh, I think one of them was the Red Wedding. Um, one of them was uh, the death of Hodor. And we didn't know what the third one was going to be. So, uh, so I think a big debate is going to be now whether the third twist was Arya kills the Night King, or whether the third twist was Danny goes nuts and burns King's Landing, hmm. or whether the whether the third twist was Bran makes him Bran becomes king. And does that mean that Bran is actually the arch villain of the entire story? Because Bran has superpowers where he can affect the past and the future, not only see it, but he can change things. Hmm. So uh, Bran could have set all of the events in motion in this entire story just to make himself king. Right. Right. So, so the, the lesson here could be that Bran was the ultimate player in the game of Thrones because Jamie pushed him out the window and he ended up with superpowers as a result. And he used those superpowers to make himself King. And so like, I think, I think 
this is played on screen to to be like oh Bran is this virtuous good guy who didn't want it and ends up with it and that's the happy ending but i think the debate is always going to be unless george r r martin comes out and clears it up for the audience uh is bran actually the villain because did he actually set all these events in motion intentionally to make himself king uh mm. i and uh i i think the books uh i think the the anticipation for the books now is going to be so high yeah. because there's there's so many questions like that that we need answered that are going to be filled in in a lot greater detail in those books when we finally get them. Right. All right. But I, I went on a rant there, but you were giving me your top line reaction to the show. You you said you enjoyed it. Yeah. Even no, though you're not even though you're not a deep fan. Yeah. Um. So I was a little uh, thrown off with the uh we're, we're obviously talking spoilers um i was a little thrown off with uh the dragon burning down the uh throne <laughs> i was like really yeah i was like um okay. well at first obviously uh you, you Tim, i guess you like, kind of thought that that he was gonna like uh burn up uh john stark john john yeah right? or john snow sorry john snow yeah, um yeah. At first, or I Aegon, thought Aegon Targaryen. Oh, there, was, there we go. Sarah, Sarah just oh! jumped into the call. Oh snap! We were expecting company, and they've arrived. Uh, hi, Sarah. Oh, it's not just Sarah. It's all of us. We're oh. here. All of our Game of Thrones cosplay heroines are in the house. Welcome back. Welcome. So, are you guys on speaker? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. yeah. Are we? Are we? Uh, are we loud enough? Are we understandable? We can hear. We can hear you I can fine. Hear you. I can hear you. Yep. No, because we're audible. It's obvious. He said a word another. Yeah. What'd you say? I'm so sorry. Just try not to talk over each other. That's when it gets convoluted. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, we can hear you though. One at a time, as much as we can, and we'll be cool. Yeah. Kind of popped up. Did you notice? <laughs> so, um, Kevin and I were just talking about our top line reaction to this show. Uh, I really liked it. I thought it was satisfying. I thought it was a fitting ending. I was only disappointed because the whole thing was leaked, and I knew every detail. And, um, you know, that's not the show's fault, so I'm not going to use that to detract from the show. Kev was just saying that he enjoyed it, even though he's not a deep fan. He thought it was a good episode of television, right? Yeah. No, I was, I was, I was Aaron Zane. Um, like I said, they, they seem to wrap up everything nicely. Uh, obviously, there were some things that I questioned, like, like, like I said, with the whole Jon Snow leading those uh, pack of kids and people out into the wilderness. Um, but, yeah, no, there's overall, I thought it was good. Um, that one moment of, uh, who stabbed who, um, in the game, in the, in the throne room there, right? At first I was like, oh, she's so fucking stabbed. Uh, oh, you Jon thought Snow. so? Yeah, really? at first I really thought he, she did it, but, uh, it turned out it was him. So, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. And I thought that dragon was going to fucking eat his ass, but yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you see, you see. That one point is interesting to me, and I'm just going to make this one point, and then I'm going to get to the girls. Um, okay. Because uh, as a fan, I think that those were two of the most predictable things that happened in the episode. Okay. I think, like, like for, as long as I've been a fan of Game of Thrones, I thought we're going to see Daenerys' dragon melt that Iron Throne. And yeah. I'm, okay. so, I'm, I'm so happy we got it. Uh, a great moment that I was really hoping for. Mm. And what was the other moment you mentioned? Oh, John and John and Daenerys. Um, yeah, yeah. That that just seemed the like sad, the sad every everybody said John has to kill Daenerys now after last episode. And yeah, uh, yeah. There was no doubt in my mind. I actually thought that that scene was a little too predictable in the way it played out, almost, and or maybe too gentle. Like they did a good job of just keeping Daenerys beautiful in that scene. Um, 
in a in a show where usually we get like the full ugliness of violence and right. uh um we didn't get it there that's fine uh I, I still enjoyed it i still enjoyed it so uh ladies uh thank you for waiting patiently uh just quickly before we start i'm gonna go one at a time and talk to each of you and get your reactions um but just uh poll in the room uh, all of you uh, uh did you like it or are, are you all happy generally yeah there's no. not there's not a unanimous answer to that no definitely no it's it's mixed it's, it's mixed. i think it's pretty it's 50 50 yeah okay okay so so why don't you why don't, like it and we thought it was boring well that's kind of ironic though because like we had a good ending um okay so why don't you choose a representative and who wants to go first and talk with me about uh your reaction to the show uh, yeah, clockwise. I, yourself, Sarah. Okay, so I, it, it's Sarah speaking. Okay, Sarah. Sarah, uh, our Sansa cosplayer, for those of you listening, um, and you were on our, you were on with us two episodes ago. So you have yes. to, uh, add a, add a crown to your, uh, to your next cosplay then. <laughs> yes. Sansa, right. queen of the North. Um, how, how do you feel about her ending? First of all. Um, like, obviously, I liked it because I'm happy she survived. And it's so fun. She's uh-huh. finally the queen of the North. Uh-huh. But I was also super, super, like, I was I was excited if she was going to die because then I could have had a really, like, gruesome. Right, right. What did you think of her final outfit? Are you going to are you going to make that? I don't even want to think about making another costume right now. I have She's too much going to make it. <laughs> Honestly, I love that. I think. I think we were all just like, oh my god, it's so pretty! Oh my it god, is, oh my it god. is really pretty, and I'll probably make it eventually. Uh, but I was pretty. I was pretty. I was pretty pleased with Sansa's final costume and the uh, the Stark, the Northern Throne with the Stark mm-hmm. logos on the on the head of it. Uh, yeah, I, I thought and that the was crown on the beautiful. Yeah, and the, the crown. Cool. Right. Oh, you got to make that crown now, Sarah. How are you going to do that? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you better study fabrication. <laughs> Um, but yeah, for the most part, like, I feel like it was a safe ending, but I'm also kind of sad that it was a safe ending because I wanted to be shocked, but I feel like I wasn't. Okay. Now, now, did you hear the leaks or didn't you? I remember I was, I was trying Uh, not not to tell you about them. I I didn't hear the leaks, but I, I knew they were out there. So I was trying really hard to avoid them, but also like if they found their way into my life, I wouldn't say no. (laughs) So what was Bran a surprise to you? What? Was Brand. Brand, oh, was Brand. Brand. Um, yeah, definitely. But I feel like um, <laughs> I feel like also a safe choice. You know, like I'm are you, happy. Are you sure? Are you, you don't have my suspicion that maybe this means Bran is the villain of the whole show now? What? What like, do you mean? Because Bran has superpowers where he could have set all these evo- events in motion just to win the Game of Thrones. Yeah, he uh, sees the past. He doesn't see the future. He, he does see the future. He had a fl- he had a flash forward where he saw Daenerys' dragon shadow over King's yeah, Landing, yeah. and and he saw the destruction of the Sept of Baelor. No, but he didn't. He doesn't actually know. He only sees the past. That was a one time thing or a couple of times thing. That's not like he can't call on that. So it doesn't happen more than once. It's, it's part of his power, but it's not though because he can't call on. I, I feel like it's the difference between book lore and show lore. I feel like yeah. in the show he can see the future, and in the book he can't. Imagine it by word. He says it. He's like, I can only see the past. I'm stuck in the past. Right. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, like that. Is, that is an interesting I'm theory. Die on this hill. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> I love. But, I mean, 
I, I don't think I don't think that nullifies my point though because I because we've seen that he can change the past right so he could have gone back and made and made the Mad King and started the whole thing off just to make himself king. Yeah, I think you're thinking too hard. Where the writers were not thinking at all. <laughs> I know. I, I think it's going to come up. I think it's going to come up with book theorists coming in the future. But we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, and TV show are different, though. Yes, that's true. That's true. Okay. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah, what I wanted. I got to keep moving. So what I want to do is I want to go through your Deadpool results. Oh and God! See what your final <laughs> score is. Okay. So here we go. I'm going to run through it quickly here. So uh, the first character in the Deadpool was Sansa, and you. Said she would be dead. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about that? What? How do you feel about that? Oh, um, I, I mean, I thought she was going to die. Well, I thought she was going to die in Winterfell. That's right. true. As soon as the Battle of Winterfell, <laughs> as soon as the, the stuff with the Night King happened so early in the season, everything about my, at least for me, my opinions changed because. Right. So many of those deaths that I thought we were going to have, I thought was going to happen at the hands of the Night King, mm -hmm. and then none of that happened. Right, and then he died like a little bitch. Right. <laughs> okay. Anyway, sorry. Okay. Go so back I'll, keep, to I'll, keep, I'll keep moving, and let me reiterate: the simple way we do the scoring here is if you're wrong, you lose a point; if you're right, you gain a point. So uh, Sarah's got negative one after the first uh, person. Uh, uh, second person was Arya. And Sarah also said dead. So uh, Sarah's at negative two points. Uh, third one was Bran. Uh, Sarah said he lives. So uh, now you're up to negative one. Uh, next one is next one is next one is John. Uh, you got that right as well. So now you're back up to zero. Uh, next one is da next one is Daenerys. You were correct. You said she would die. Uh, so now you have one point. You're on the board. Uh, next <laughs> next character is Cersei. Again, you were correct. You said she would die. She got squished like a bug. Uh, uh, that's two points for you. Uh, Jamie, also correct, dead. Three points Yay. for you. Tyrion, also correct, alive. Four points for Sarah. Uh, Jorah Mormont, you said he would live. Uh, so you're back down to three points. Gendry, Bar Gendry Baratheon, Lord of Storm's End, you said he would live. That's yeah. point, another point back for you. Four points. Uh, Sir Davos, uh, Master of Ships, very much alive, which is what you said. You're up to five points. Uh, Brienne of Tarth, who is now the new head of the King's Guard, uh, very much alive, uh, which is in contrary to what you said. You thought she would die, so wow. you're down to four points. Uh, Podrick, you also uh, called incorrectly. You thought he was going to die. I think that was a safe one to call. Um, but he lived, and uh, I think you're down to three points now. Is that correct? Am I right? Is it anybody else? Are you checking my no, math? I got that time. <laughs> yeah. We're trusting your counting. <laughs> I think you're on three points. Okay. Uh, Grey Worm, uh, you're wrong again, sorry. Uh, two points. Miss Ande, uh, you were correct in saying she would die. I was surprised by that. Uh, you're up to three points again. Uh, Samuel Tarley, you said he would live. Very, very good. Four points. Gilly, Gilly, alive, correct. Five points. Gilly's baby alive. Correct. Six points. Uh, the hound dead. Correct. Seven points. Uh, the mountain dead. Correct. Eight points. Theon. Oh, incorrect. You said he would live. Down to seven. Ghost. You said he would live. You were correct. And he finally got petted in the end. Yeah, I was going to point that out. <laughs> we spent the money. Yeah. We, we put up the cash for that. 
Okay. As um, soon as so I saw that, I so thought oh, of you, Jer. I, I lost. I lost track. <laughs> seven points. We were at seven points, right? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Seven. Uh, no, we're at eight. We're at eight, according to our official. So ghost is. Here. But does that does that make ghost eight or nine? Eight. Okay. Uh, and your fi- the final entry is Braun, the new master of coin and lord of High Garden, and you were correct in saying he would live, which gives you a total of nine points. Yeah. Heck yeah, buddy. <laughs> Very good, Sarah. Very good, Sarah. Thank you for playing our game. Thank you for coming on our show and talking about Game of Thrones with us. We're going to have you on uh, in the future as much as possible to talk about everything because you cosplay for everything and uh, you got deep, deep nerd credentials. So you're always welcome here. Wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Who's funding this? <laughs> <laughs> Who would Sorry, like guys. to go next? Who would like to go? Okay, Leia. sure. Leia's next. I've been dead Leia. for a long time, so. Leia. Uh, okay, Leia, who's, okay, you're Marjorie Tyrell. Yes, you've been gone for a while, so um, how, how do you think your family, oh, your family's gone, right? Like, that's it. Oh, you, didn't even, you didn't even get a representative at the end, did you, on the council? I mean, technically, br- br- yeah, bronze my representative. <laughs> Yeah, but kind of. It makes me really yeah. uncomfortable knowing that Braun is the new Lord of High Garden. He sleeps in your bed. I, you know, <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder what his sigil is. I don't think they showed us that. No. I mean, I don't. I have a feeling he definitely isn't keeping the flower. Yeah, I, I have a feeling you're right about that. It's probably going to be a pile of money. So even though you've been dead for a while, Alea, uh, how did you feel about how the show wrapped up? I mean, like, I'm so invested in the show. Like I I am I am a fan of the show beyond just the fact that I cosplay Marjorie. But as uh, as a as a whole, I was um I was a little disappointed in the episode. It felt okay. very slow. Slow. Um, it felt slow. It felt like if they had taken out every every lingering moment of people walking and staring and thinking right. about things, they could have answered a zillion more questions that we still have and fixed a zillion more plot holes. Right. Instead, it was just so many lingering looks on on. Um, on Tyrion or on John or on right. people walking or on the dead bodies or whatever, whatever. That's uh, interesting that you felt that way. I, as an audience member, I felt like that was clearly like an intentional because they wanted to make it feel like earlier in the show and like like the people's main complaint about this season has been that everything's rushed. I've uh, <laughs> yes. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that's how I. That's how it, uh, it struck me. It didn't bother me the way it bothered you, but it, that's fine that it bothered you. The thing, about, the thing about calling something rushed is that just because you're showing us, spending more time showing us the actor's face doing nothing, right. that's not <laughs> slowing down the rush. I mean, they are the acting. Time they spend, the time they spend talking or doing things, that's the time that feels rushed. So if right. they took that entire time, between them walking and staring and then doing the thing and had that entire time being spent doing the thing, it wouldn't feel rushed. 
Okay. Um, let me ask you about something then. I have a question to you about I, what one of my favorite scenes in this episode is a very simple scene of like a, not a very expensive scene, but it was when Tyrion was finding uh, Jamie and Cersei and when he was unburying their body. And yes. now we, we got a lot of Tyrion just finding them. Um, and, and to me, that was all like wonderful storytelling because it was, he was, he was silent. He was acting, you know, only with his face and, and we were figuring out where he was going and what he was doing as an audience together. I, I love that. Did you have a problem with that specifically? I didn't. Yeah? I mean, okay. like, I mean, they took five minutes for him to get from wherever it was he was walking <laughs> to the top of the staircase. And then another five minutes to get from the top of the staircase to the <laughs> pile of rubble. And then another five minutes to get from the pile of rubble to unburying Jamie's hand. So, like, right. that could have happened in one five-minute set. Yeah. <laughs> but, right. but, but, yes, it was a very emotional moment. Yeah. Um, what we know about Tyrion's relationship with his siblings, it was yeah. a nice way to kind of, you know, give him some sort of closure when it comes to his issues with his family. Yeah. Um, and aesthetically, it was it was very beautiful that that last moment you have the shot from above where you see, you know, the, the bodies of Jamie and Cersei embracing and Tyrion beside them and the way with the bro- with the bricks all around them. The yeah. way it's it was aesthetically laid out in the shot was cinematically yeah. beautiful. Yeah. But that's not gonna that's not gonna deter us from the fact that like we're not gonna be uh, you can't just like bribe us with pretty pictures to make us forget that things are slow, things were rushed, things were Okay. Okay. You know, there was a lot that cinematically, this has been one of the most beautiful seasons, but that, I mean, and, and, and understandably so because of how much money they spent on things like the CGI and whatnot, Uh uh but that doesn't necessarily mean that we're just going to forgive, um, the, the, the larger overarching issues some of us have with the season. Right. Okay. I, um, yeah, I, I don't, I mean, I, I totally dis- I totally respect your opinion. I don't feel that way about it. Like I I love that I love that I got this kind of long form storytelling that that wasn't just like hitting punctuation like uh not punctuation marks uh like points, like story points. Like we got to do this and then we got to do this and then we got to do this. I like that we that we took our time to tell uh a thing. But um I what I wanted to mention about this scene especially though was the sound of the bricks when he was when he was pulling them off of Jamie and Cersei, they just sounded so heavy and they just felt so like every time he was dropping one, the heavy sound of these bricks just reminds you of that. Like, like these bricks fell on his brother and sister, these people that he loves. And, and like, as he's lifting them off and feeling their weight and dropping them. And that weight is so evident. You're just like, I don't know. I, I just picture Tyrion in his mind, just like, Reliving these bricks hitting his brother and sister, it just it was so powerful for me. I don't know. Um, Is that you? <laughs> what? What happened? I, I made a joke that you're the writers of the show. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're not. Again, it. What you're hey, saying makes sense. It's fine to disagree with me. Like I'm not saying I'm right and you're wrong. I'm just saying that's that's what I was going through no, when I'm I was sure watching. You're absolutely allowed to feel that, and that's a very valid interpretation. And I'm not going to say that that's not what they were intending and doing. And I'm not going to, you know, it's okay. again, I liked, I liked the scene. I thought it was, I thought it was very emotionally taught. Yeah. Cool. Uh, but it's one of those things. that's like, 
You're um, disappointed. So do you feel that the uh, the the actual episode should have been longer? Then, if they're going to take their time with pacing, do you think the season should have been longer? Again, not necessarily. As long as it was better utilized, right? Right. I like. I feel like a lot of the complaints about the rushing would have been fixed in a longer season. Um, But but you're not you're not complaining about rushing. You're complaining about bad writing in general. Um, So, not necessarily bad writing, but bad characterizing. There was, there's been so much buildup of character work over the last seven seasons. Right. And it feels like we missed a season, right? It feels like. Exactly. It feels like they went from, they went from like A to D in one yes. season and yes. skipped B and C, right? Like the, yes. the descent of Daenerys into being yes. the mad queen, which I'm sure Tess will talk about <laughs> ad nauseum in a little while. She's got a lot of opinions That's on cool. it. That's cool. That's <laughs> cool. Understandably. But the descent yep. of Danny into the mad queen is absolutely a believable thing. Knowing that she's lost all the people in her life, knowing that she has said on more than one occasion that she'll rule them with fear, that everything will be fire and blood, et cetera, et cetera. She's had a a proven history of burning people when they disagree with her and of winning her her support through, you know, Dracarys. But the thing that frustrated me with that is that she wasn't, you know, she went from being the Danny we knew and loved and everybody thought was a good guy to being Danny, the mad queen in like two episodes. And that's what feels rushed. If they had started that descent properly in season like six, then, and and let it been a slow and steady descent into madness. All of a sudden her turning around and saying, screw the bells ringing, screw the fact that Cersei's army threw down their swords. I'm gonna light this bitch up anyways. Um, that would have been that nobody would have blinked an eye at that because they would have seen the descent. All of a sudden, it's this this woman that we all think is this, you know, this this godsend turning around and all of a sudden lighting up innocent men, women, and children. And that's what feels that's what feels rushed <laughs> is the right, fact okay. that we didn't get that that gradual descent. And it's the same with Jamie, it's the same with Tyrion. They all went. They all, we've had seven seasons of them making their way towards something. And then at the last minute, the writer's turning around and saying, well, they didn't get where they needed to go. So we're going to get them to get there in two episodes. And yeah. that's what feels rushed. And that's yeah. what feels like copywriting to a lot of the people that I speak to about it. Leah, I totally, I totally agree with you. And that's exactly what I mean when I say, like, I, I think it should have been a longer season or we should have had more seasons because I think... Yeah. I think the reason those choices were rushed were because uh, they they know that they're George R. R. Martin story points, and they know they had to get to them in yeah. these six episodes. And a lot of people are mad with Benioff and Weiss because HBO asked them to do more episodes, offer them a bunch of money, just do more episodes, and they said no. So yeah. it was it was their it was their choice. To speed through this, whether they thought the audience was going to be bored if they didn't, or whether they just wanted to move on to Star Wars and get it over with, I don't know what it was. But um, like, I think we agree uh, on on those rush story points, and I think I think they're not going to be rushed in the book. And I think that my anticipation for the books is so built up by this season because of all of these plot holes that I see have been created by rushing and not necessarily by bad writing, because I think the writing is still coming from Martin. I just think there's a lot of it missing. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I'm pretty sure Martin stepped away from the show a while ago. Yeah, but he, he gave, him, but he gave them the plot points. What his end goal was, and basically yeah. said, "Do what you want with that." And they, <laughs> and then yeah, and this is what D and D did to mm-hmm. and this is kind of what D and D took that to and did that did their own thing with it. So right. we'll see in the books whether or not um, whether or not D and D stuck to what Martin's original plan was. Yeah, we'll uh, see. And we'll see how much more Martin's able to weave into the stories of his last books that to fill the plot holes that you know what left in 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 extreme numbers. In my mind, George R. R. Martin is sitting at his keyboard right now, doing exactly that, like watching YouTube videos, complaining about plot holes, and filling them in in the book right now, right well, as we but speak. I really hope that's not the case because the last thing we need. Is Martin to turn around and say, "Hey, fans, what did you not like? What are what? What do you think should happen?" And write his books to fan service. That is the absolute worst what? thing he could possibly do right now. I would agree with you, but I put myself in the writer's shoes, right? And how could you not? How could you? How if your book isn't finished? How could you not? Martin or writers as in D and D? Pardon? Sorry. Sorry, you said you're putting yourself in the writer's shoes. Is that the writers as in D and D or the writer as in Martin? Oh. As in Martin, I think as if if you're George R. R. Martin and you have this book that's not quite finished and you're getting all of the audience reaction right now from everywhere about how it ended in the show, I don't think there's any possible way you could avoid going back and and fixing things in your book from compl- based on complaints that you're hearing from. I don't think there's any way you could like resist that. You know, I agree with you that it's not the best way to write. I agree with you that it's probably a bad idea. I think the book should have been released before the show ended. Um, and it's, it, I think that's, that was a mistake, but, um, you know. uh, as a writer, I am going to have to agree, disagree with you on this point and say that any writer worth their conviction who knows where their stories are going are not going to turn around and say, well, now that people have opinions about how it should end, I'm going to listen to them over what my plans were. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see, I guess. Uh, but I just always think about how Martin started in television. And, um, you know, he's used to a writing cycle where he writes something and then he gets an audience reaction and then he gets notes and, and told how to change it and pr- improve it. I think maybe that's the way he's used to functioning. I think it might happen, but we'll see. I don't know. Um, but we should get to your Deadpool scores, uh, Leah, unless you have yeah, anything else yeah. you want to get out before we get there. I mean, I can go on. It's actually Leah. It's okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, but let's be uh, Yeah, I mean, there's definitely lots more I can say, but we have two more people to speak to and Deadpool scores to get to. So Okay. Okay. <laughs> what was Sarah's score again? Let's remind everybody, nine. the audience, she had nine points. Okay, let's begin. Leia, uh, Sansa was the first character and you said she would live and you were correct. That's one point. Uh, next was Ari... Next was Arya, and you said she would be dead. Um, so that's back down to zero. Uh, Bran, uh, you said she would die. He would die. Uh, so now you're at negative one. Uh, John, uh, you also said would die. Uh, so that's negative two. Daenerys, uh, you get a point for that. So you're back up to negative one. Uh, Cersei, you said she would die. So you're back up to zero. Uh, Jamie Lannister, you said he would die. You're you're on the board with one point. Tyrion Lannister, you said he would die. Oh, sorry, back down to yeah. zero. Jorah Mormont, correct, dead, up to one again. Gendry, uh, correct, alive, up to two points. Davos, alive, correct, three points. Brienne, alive, correct again, four points. 
Podrick, dead. Ooh, three points. Grey Worm, dead. Two points. Missande, alive. Uh-oh, one point. Uh, Sam, alive. Two points. Gilly, alive. Three points. Gilly's baby, alive. Four points. The Hound, dead. Five points. Mountain, the mountain, sorry. Uh, dead. Five points. Theon. Six points. Six points. Thank you. Thank you. Um, wow. Uh, for some reason, instead of writing alive or dead next to Theon, I wrote Theon. <laughs> so based on my mistake i give you a point for that uh so what are we up to seven seven okay uh i'm sorry i might be a bit of a pothead um uh for ghost you chose that he would be alive so that gives you eight points and Braun, you said he went live and you're tied with Sarah at nine points. Wow, that was dramatic. That was dramatic. I thought you were going down there for a while, Leah, but you came back strong at the end. Very good. Unlike my order. So far, it's a two-way tie. Thank you for playing, Leah. And you can also come back anytime. Any cosplay-related thing you want to talk about, any fandom thing you want to talk about, shoot me a message. Come on the show anytime. Always. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for playing our game. <laughs> Who wants to go next? Steph is next. Steph. Steph is our Aria. And Aria got a fantastic fairy tale ending. I think it's the ending that most of us Aria fans were hoping for. As an Aria fan, I was very happy with her ending. I don't know if she did everything I was hoping she was going to do along the way, but I like where she ended up. So what do you think, Steph? Tell us. Yeah, I'm really happy for her because, like, that's the, you know, in a video game, that would be the good ending of the group, for sure, for her. But, right. like, I'm also, like, I don't know, I feel weird because it feels like an open ending. Like, it's not closed for her. Like, this, they're not going to make another sequel. So Are now, you sure? I don't well, know. Spinoff, right? And Maisie, Maisie doesn't want to act anymore. At all? No, she doesn't. That's why she's dying her hair different colors. Okay, but okay, but let me let, let me just let me just suggest that perhaps that's um you know she's been so working so hard now for a decade maybe, maybe she needs a break and maybe after a couple of years she'll be like wait a minute an Aria series sounds like a fun thing to do <laughs> that's fair but also oh, no who knows it just uh, feels like it's open of an ending also there's nothing west of Westeros because. It's west. <laughs> it is the west. It's right. where the map ends, Art. right? <laughs> uh, you know what? You know what? I want to suggest this is this is a wild fan theory. I'm just inventing right now. I rather than a series for Arya, I want a movie. How about a book? <laughs> just like just like they're gonna do with Rick from The Walking Dead. They're going to make him a spin-off movie. Right. I want them to do the same thing with Arya Stark. What do you think about that? I mean, I'd be happy with it, but like, also, maybe we can just have a book. Or like a comic book. Or like, yeah. you know, a graphic novel. A graphic novel for Arya. All of that. All yeah. of that. Give me it all. You know what? Give me the Game of Thrones, like, um, their DVD extras, the, the, the histories and lores, the way they do it, like, motion comic style, with the actors doing voiceovers. Those are so good. Give me more that. content like that. Give me more content like that. I agree totally, 100%. So uh, about this episode specifically, how do you feel? I honestly liked it. I'm, you know, I'm an outlier in that sort of way, but that's also because, you know, my character got a good ending. You, you and I agree <laughs> on that. You and I agree on that. We're, 
like I'm not gonna sit here and be like oh no you know it was great and like everything was perfect it wasn't perfect but it was perfect for me <laughs> because I live because you're not selfish at all because I'm not selfish at all was there, any, was there any moment where you were like crapping your pants? Were you on the edge of your seat, especially for any moment? This episode? Yeah. You mean where nothing really happened? Because <laughs> no. Um, I mean, I was really... Whether or not John would touch post. Oh, I mean, yeah. But that was the only moment that I was on the edge of my seat. I didn't really just own him at that point. So <laughs> I was fine. No, honestly, this episode, I wasn't really nervous for anything. I kind of felt like it was... I kind of was... I don't know. I was pretty calm. I was pretty calm watching. Okay. When the when beginning was, you know, it was terrifying a little bit watching Denara have her right very um, you know cinematic <laughs> speech up there it gave me a lot of thoughts. But um, it gave you thoughts. What kind of thoughts? What do you mean? Bad thoughts? Some not so good thoughts. Like it, it was it was paralleling you know the wars that we actually had in real life. Like it was very yeah yeah you know and it was it was Armitage Hux. And you know, I enjoyed it, but also, you know, it was, that's the only time I was a little bit on edge. And I'm like, holy shit. I didn't know this was, I'm sorry. Can I, can I curse on this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. Okay, great. So yeah. Like I was like, holy shit. Like I wasn't expecting her to go full tilt, like this fast. Also like, you know, yeah. have one more but you yeah. know, I feel like if there was another season coming or another couple of seasons coming, I'd be a lot more nervous this episode. If that makes any sort of sense. Right, right. Because, like, you know, like, oh, she's talking this type of thing. She's talking this big crap. But, like, she's going to have to die. Right, right. <laughs> I'm not going to let her live and have that be open-ended. So, so it was anticlimactic. Right. Um, you know what? I'm just remembering that speech now that you reminded me of how epic that scene was. I mean, first there was the beautiful entrance of Daenerys where she had Drogon flap his oh, wings behind her and she looked like she had the dragon wings. That, and then when that was a sick the, shot, actually. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. Sick, right? Like dope, yeah. right? Like that, like that's a that's a that's a screenshot. That's a a background no, that's, that's a desktop background shot. Yeah. And then and then just that that whole setting uh, where she's making that speech where she's under the broken archway with the giant Targaryen banner. Like I don't know how they made that banner. It was like the size of a hot air balloon. It was so <laughs> yeah. huge. Um it just draped over like a, an eighty foot high wall. Um it was, it reminded me of like the first order uh, of the of like the speech when uh, when uh, they were they were about to yeah, yeah Hux's it's speech like same iconography hundred percent right? it's like you know, fa- fascism fascism yeah. on the screen like in all its glory right um, yeah it's a tactic it's a, it's a brilliant cinematic fear tactic it's used a lot um, but it was it was done well it was done very well it, like I have nothing nothing bad to say about. Uh, the crew, the set, the you know, the uh, effects. I think it's really, 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 really well done. But you're disappointed you know? in the writing as well, is what I'm guessing. Was is what you're I'm about to say next? Everyone else's for sure, um, yeah. because again, when you're coming from the perspective that I have, my character had a very full story, and I oh. had a full arc, and I enjoyed watching the character that I very much care about complete her life story. Um, so for me, it's not so much as like. I'm super like upset about the writing. You know, I don't have, I don't have as high stakes as everyone else did. You know, I came in the show late. I read the books first, you know, I'm, yep. I'm a newer fan compared to these people around me. So I don't have as much of a say, I guess I should say, um, you know, and like I said, my character had a good ending. She, she survived and she was happy. So, yeah. You know. 
the writing itself, there's some times I'm like, that writing was really not so great, but I'm also not a writer. I don't have the right to sit here and criticize D&D that heavily because I am not in their shoes. Like there's so much pressure. There's so much over them. And like, you know, they're getting so much hate and death threats over this. It's yeah. a television. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel bad for them. You know, I also feel bad for the fans that have invested so much of their life into it. But, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, it's over now. And I already lived, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you know what? Well, you know what? I'm, I'm, I love the Night King. I'm over here, like, drinking my Jiffy Pop, drinking my Jiffy Pop, <laughs> <laughs> eating my Jiffy Pop, drinking my, you know, drinking yeah. my wine. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm, I loved Arya's ending, like I said. And, um, you know, I, 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 I don't want to tell any fan that they're wrong about their reaction. I would never do that. Uh, you're all, you yeah. all have the right to your reaction and your feelings about it. Um, the, the people out there who are attacking the writing so hard, I, I I wish I could like talk to each one of them and just like sit them down and just be like, come, like explain to them. You're like, there's a difference between there's a difference there's a difference between not liking the way something went and bad writing. Like there's there is some there is some great writing that is maybe rush, but there is some great writing and like almost all of. Throw out as a whole is a bad idea. Yes, there's some really terrible writing, but there's also yeah. some great times. And also, you can't just you know you can't put the entire show in the process of one season as well. For sure, you know? for sure, for sure, for sure. But, um, but anyway, their, their opinions are absolutely valid, and I do like I sit there and I listen to my friends' points, and I'm like, oh yeah, you were right there. Like you yeah, know, yeah. like they're like, oh, rash, this was not good. I enjoyed it from an actor's perspective, and I enjoyed it from the perspective as somebody has never sat behind the writing chair or the directing chair. I took it from, you know, the acting chair. And the actors did a fucking brilliant job with their scripts that they were given. And I'm happy about that, I guess. If that makes sense. Here's what I I ask people. Like like any prospect of ever having a job with HP. (laughs) Right, right. What what I ask people is, um, can you think of any other episode of television? Or, Or any other season of television? that even approximates the level of achievement of this. Um, I mean, I can't, I like, I don't know, but maybe, maybe yeah. it's, maybe it's subjective, but uh, I really yeah. think that this in is a general, special show. In general, it's subjective and it is yeah. something that, you know, some, some people are going to find something pretty that other people find ugly, you know, yeah, I yeah. this is true. <laughs> This is true. So, Steph, do you have anything else you want to get out off your chest about this episode before we get to your Deadpool results? God, her hair was so fucking cute in the last scene. <laughs> Arius? <laughs> yeah. I, I, okay, hold yeah. on. I, I didn't notice. Did Arya get a final different outfit like Sansa did, or, or was she wearing the same one? Oh, no, it's new. It's brand. 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 It's brand new, yeah. So you're going to make you're gonna make that, right? Oh, I'm already working on it. I've been working on it since the promo shots came out back, like, almost a year ago, where you had, like, her doing a reading week. Uh, She was wearing that exact outfit, so I've been working on a doublet of it. Fantastic. I mean, it's sitting behind my idea of, because I want to work on um, her being covered in ash first. Right. Oh, nice. That's going to be cool. More fun at this point. I look forward to that. Yeah. Okay. So, without further ado, your Deadpool results? I didn't do a Deadpool, so... Oh my god, that's right. You weren't here. You yeah, were the one step. Oh the whole, I was in the middle of the woods. <laughs> you were about to get eaten by wolves. I was about to get eaten by wolves. That's right. 
So, okay. um, I win. So, Steph yeah. is disqualified, unfortunately, for my it's, Deadpool. I am going sailing west of <laughs> But thank you for playing our game. And we, uh, we don't have any parting gifts for you, except the satisfaction that you have received from eight years of fandom to the greatest television show ever oh, made. Yeah, I'm happy so, about it. Congratulations, Steph. And uh, like everyone else, please come back anytime. You know, shoot me a message if you ever want to come on and uh, talk about anything fandom or cosplay related. Yeah, sure. Always- Thanks. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. Thank Here, you. Here, I'm going to give you a pass where she's got a <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, Bala <laughs> Magulis. Okay, so Tess is up. What's up? The, the mother of <laughs> dragons. <laughs> so, Tess, I imagine you're about to dracaris uh, all over <laughs> all over me. Um, I hear you have some opinions. I always have opinions. Uh, Let me know. Yeah. I think that it was the quality of writing considerably went down the last few seasons. Okay. And and I think I'm definitely not the only one who thought that. I think they ran out of source material and they were like, oh, we're on our own. What do we do? Yeah. Hard. <laughs> and, then, and then they became screenwriters. And <laughs> I get it. It makes sense. I mean, you can't weave the intricate web that, you know, George R. R. Martin could, could weave in a book series, of course, since they have less time and less space to do so. Mm-hmm. But uh, it became a very predictable, boring mess, really. Um, and I can say that because I actually knew the ending. Um, I was one of the people that read all spoilers and I went into work the next day. (laughs) (laughs) I went into work the next day and, and was like, oh yeah, I already know what's going to happen. And then my coworker word for word, she hadn't read the spoilers word for word guessed the entire ending. So, and she's not even like an avid fan. Like she's like a casual so if yeah. a casual fan can guess like plot point by plot point what's going to happen, then See, they're not quote unquote subverting expectations, as they've said, <laughs> is their whole goal apparently, and that they've been trying to do for eight seasons now. And did she really guess Bran? Yeah, she did. It was nuts. Actually, I was standing there like, wow, okay. I mean, of course, everybody knew the Daenerys John thing. That was obvious. But yeah, she she guessed pretty much everything. And I was like, oh, well, it really is that predictable. And a lot of people around me were, were guessing plot points. And yeah, so this is how predictable the show became with two screenwriters at the helm instead of the person who created the work, you know, which is very frustrating. And also, right. like, they've made it pretty clear. George made it pretty clear that he's not happy about what was happening on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and none of the actors were either. <laughs> you can see article after article with the actors just being like, Ooh, yeah, we'll talk about that later. They were just not, not happy about what was going on. And uh, they got to get a paycheck. So they got to come and do whatever these guys tell them to do. But yeah, it just seemed like everyone gave up really. And of okay. course the, act- the actors will always be incredible because they're good actors. Right. So you could give them a a piece of crap script and they're going to make it something amazing. Lena Headley, all she did was stare out of a window for six episodes and drink wine and then get crushed by bricks, right? And she still managed to make that compelling somehow because she's an amazing actor, not because it's an amazing script, right? So they have... 
they, they're lucky. These writers are lucky that they have amazing actors and an amazing team behind them because they can show you pretty pictures and pretty acting and then take be, the and take the credit for it being good, you know, and a lot, most of people, I I've been saying it a lot lately, but it's bread and circuses, right? It's you distract people with pretty images and give them kind of what you think they want. And you think that they're dumb and that they're just going to fall for that. And some people will, and some people will try and dig deeper and, and uh, question things, you know? Uh, so that, that's how I feel. I feel like it's bread and circuses. You which... bread and circuses. That is some deep fucking talk. Like Dang. you are, you are, you are treating the writers of Game of Thrones like they're the deep state, like they're the <laughs> Illuminati, like they're, <laughs> like they're, like they're, like there's like some global conspiracy <laughs> manipulating everything. So it doesn't matter if it's large like scale manipulation just of writers. They're just two guys. <laughs> like, Dude, dude, no. I'm not saying that anyone... in circuses, though. That's like extreme, right? No, nothing extreme, because that's the world we live in right now, is that we are distracted by things, and we don't look deeper because we're like, oh, like, things are great on the surface, right? When everything bad is going on behind the surface, right? Okay. So I, I'm sorry, I have, I have to stop you. I just wanted you to clarify. Do you actually yeah. think, do you actually think that 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 Dave and Dan sat down and had a conversation where they said, "Look, we're going to have to distract people with a lot of visuals." No. Or do you, or do you think or do you think they sat down and said, "How do we write a story that everyone's going to like?" Because that's what I think they did, and maybe they got it wrong, but I don't think that they had any like like plot or scheme or like. I don't think Math. it's intentional. I think it's ignorance. That's a, there's a difference. You think they failed? Think, you think they failed yeah. rather than they had some plot? Exactly. Okay. But I, I'm not. I'm not commenting on them right now. I'm commenting on the general public. Um, that sometimes we just take things at surface level and the only reason you can't be like oh like fans are so annoying they're like making it such a big deal whatever and it's like we're not making it a big deal because we think it's important because i don't i'm not going to remember any of this in like a week i'm not going to give a crap to be honest mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but but i like to question things further than the crowd because right. that's my personality i right. never ever just like something because people say well they did a pretty good job like yeah you know i want to I want people to do their jobs properly and be consistent. Thank you, Sarah. Exactly. You, you so, are you are the mother of dragons, aren't you? You yeah. are fire and blood, aren't you? <laughs> I'm a Leo, okay? I'm a fire sign. Oh my God, you are. <laughs> no, really. And you know what? Honestly, a lot of people, my biggest qualm about the people who are complaining about fans who are angry is that they complain because they think we didn't get what we want. And I don't, I didn't want anything. There was nothing in this series that I was like, I want this to happen. This, I didn't have theories. Like I didn't care. All I wanted was consistent writing. And yeah, I, okay. exactly. I wanted A to B, not A to D. Okay. So, now I have, now I have an important question. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry to cut you off, but this question is important to me. Do you think the books are going to be drastically different in terms of the main plot points, like who kills who and, and who ends up where do you think there will be major differences in terms of not how it gets there or how well it's told, 
but in mm-hmm. the main, but in the main events? That's a really hard question only because a lot of the people that are huge players in the books and alive are dead on the show. So it's like, like Stannis, it's like Stannis is still a huge player. We don't know what the hell he's doing. Right. So we just, uh, yeah, break the door and there's whole characters that seem important in the books that aren't in the show. So I do think the main plot line of like, in my head, it was like George R. R. Martin went up to D and D and said, "Okay, so Daenerys is uh, going to be the Mad Queen, and uh, like burn a lot of crap." And they were like, "Great, let's just focus on that." And then that's where they went with that. That's but, what I. That's what I think too. Yeah, but I think there's nuance, and they got absolutely no nuance. And okay, okay, we agree like, on that. They have this one image in their brain that they needed to get to, and it didn't really matter how they got there or if it made sense. You know, and that's why a lot of us are like, well, how did you go from point A to point D? Like, I loved her as the Mad Queen, but I hated how they got there. It made no flipping sense. And like things like you can see the machinations going on as it as if example, Braun. Okay, they bring Braun back for literally one random scene. And they're like, oh, Carol Brothers, because you can see D&D and the writer being like, we got to bring Braun back. I don't know. People like Braun. Let's yeah. bring Braun there. Fan service. Let's do this. It's fan Braun was all Braun was all fan service for the last two seasons, I'm going to say. He was exactly. not not important to the plot, really. Well, that this is what I'm saying though. So I'm I'm saying like if you are catering to the whims of the masses, you're never going to do well. George R. R. Martin never did. He, he that's why we, yeah, literally he said, fuck you masses. I'm going to do what the hell I want. And okay. it's like, that's all the okay. middle finger okay. and D is doing the opposite. Okay. Um, I'm going to suggest here. I don't know if, if you're going to remember this or not. Um, D and D have been doing this since season two. Doing what? Changing who's alive and who's dead. Oh, yeah, there's a big difference. So though. long before they ran out of show material, they decided that Roz was going to come to King's Landing and be a recurring character in the show because the audience really liked her. And yeah. I think as an audience, we all liked that decision. Didn't did you not like that decision? No, I'm not saying that I hate all their decision making. I'm saying in the last two two yeah. Eh. I guess five is pretty good, or six is pretty good. I don't know. Anyway, the, <laughs> but the last the last few seasons, it was we know we need to rush, and all of the stuff that we've been building up to, we don't have time for any of that anymore. We don't have time. We must finish. Yes, you know? yes, yes. It, it became a runaway train, basically. So I don't have a problem with the changes they made because the books and the movie and the movies and the show, we know it's going to be different. Yeah. And Actually, that makes us want to read the book more, to be honest, to see what's going to happen. That was a Uh, smart decision. But don't turn it into a runaway train where you're only doing fan service for fan service's sake. You know what I mean? Uh, Like, it's certain characters here and there. Cool. Yeah, they have a good Q score. Great. But when the studio is getting their hands in everything, that never ends well. We saw what happened with Avengers Age of Ultron when the studios got their hands on that. Just because they don't want to direct anymore because of them. Oh, that mess. Never let the studio get their hands on shit because they're they don't know what the hell they're talking. About. Okay, but okay, but okay, but the studio in this case, HBO, asked Benioff and Weiss to do more episodes. Like I said, and so do you agree with me that maybe the problem is not so much 
um, the, the 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 events of the writing as so much the the pacing. Like they just rushed it too fast. Like if we had had more time to fill in the 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 rushed uh, changes and and uh, you know stuff that was foreshadowed but not really de- developed. I guess. Um, do you think that maybe that would fix most of your problems with it? Um, I mean, how could I say it? I have no idea. Okay, okay. I guess my question is, uh, did you, did you prefer? I don't know. I I, I guess my question is, did you prefer it in in previous seasons when it, when it was a longer form storytelling kind of thing? Absolutely. And you know what though? I think that it was a perfect storm of mistakes and that's how they got to this point. It was studio interference. It was D&D not really wanting to be there anymore. It was actors being a little too expensive or having too many amazing actors that they don't really know what the hell to do with them for Lena. I swear to God, I will never forgive them for her plot line. Anyway, so it yeah. was a perfect storm of mistakes and it, it just fell apart. Honestly. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I hear you. I feel you. I, I, I validate your opinions. They are, <laughs> they are, they are genuine and you have, you have every right to them, and they are not incorrect in any way. Dragons, <laughs> agree with me, God. I totally agree with you, uh, Mother of Dragons. I do not want to get your cards. Um, <laughs> and you know what? I I'm an unapologetic fan of the show, and I don't. You know, I don't think everybody else is wrong when they when they uh, express their complaints. I think that I think that I could talk everybody out out of their complaints. That's just me, though. I don't know. Um, but no way you could talk me out of my complaints. Oh, I, oh, I, 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 I I sense that. I sense that you are <laughs> a tr- you are a true dragon. Um, okay. <laughs> so um, so Tess, do you have anything else you want to get off your chest before we get to your Deadpool results? I just want to say something that we brought up before was. This in no mean by no means means wow that's a good sentence um that the whole show is ruined for me like lost right. in how I met your brother right. <laughs> like, right. those shows I can't watch again because the ending was so bad that I couldn't deal with right it. right we got six seasons of genius so I'm cool with those six seasons I don't need to watch the last two I'm good right. <laughs> you know okay. I just watch yeah. the first again. I still it stings the lost ending stings to me still when people bring it up oh. I'm just like. Damn it. Wait, wait a second. You are mad with the lost ending and you're not mad with this? Come on, dude. Uh, no, uh, no, I'm not mad with this at all. It. I, You know what? If you want a complaint, I'll give you a complaint. Would that make everybody happy if I complain yes, about something please. in this episode? Okay, I will complain about one thing in this episode. And that was, that was fucking Tyrion's speech in the end of the episode where he talked about the power of a great story. Yeah, and how it brings everyone together. Like My he might, he might as well, he might as well have looked at the camera and said, <laughs> "Everyone, turn to the person next to you and hold them tightly, because this is what really matters. The time we spend together in front of our televisions, enjoying HBO, <laughs> like that's ex- like that. Like I, it couldn't have been any more fucking corny and." Yeah. And derivative and just Disney. Like it was a full on Disney fucking moment. And um and and I think if you want like I would never say bad writing, but I will say fucking bad writing about that fucking speech for sure. Honestly, like, my friend Aaron said that if you have to write a whole speech about how your writing isn't bad, then your writing's probably bad. And <laughs> may, I, may I also add about that scene. Um, t- t- about that same scene, I have more complaints. Tyrion, 
Tyrion's standing there in, in shackles, right? And he's about to find out if he's going to be executed or not. Yeah. So, suddenly he's declaring how the kingdom is going to be ruled. He just says, from now on, <laughs> we will meet here and we will choose a new king. And he's, he, like, they still haven't even told him he's going free yet. And he's like, he's like, this is how it's going to be from now on. Bran the Broken is our king. Like, I was like... Fuck, you could have written like a little bit of nuance into this fucking scene. The fucking scene, the the scene where we're establishing how Westeros is going to be fucking ruled going forward is the worst written scene in the history of this fucking show, honestly. Um, wow, so, tell us how you really feel. So, 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 yes, so, yes, for that one moment, for that one moment, okay, I was, I was with the, the, the bad writing, the bad writing crew. Give me your email address and I'll bring up a bunch and you're going to be so angry by the end. You can find me on Facebook. I'm easy to find. Um, the, but, okay, so I'm with you uh, on a complaint there. So I hope we have some, some camaraderie now. But let's get to your Deadpool scores. All right. Okay. So, so far we have um, a, a two-way tie between Sarah and Leia. Nine I this so bad. Oh. Here we go. All right. Wait a minute. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Uh, Sansa, you said would live. That's one point. Arya, you said would live. That's two points. Bran, you said would live. That's three points. John, you said would die. Two points. Daenerys, you said would live. Oh, no, die. Sorry. You said she would die. <laughs> Sorry, three, point, three points. Uh, Cersei, you said, would die. Four points. Jamie, dead. Five points. Tyrion, alive. Six points. Jorah Mormont, dead. Seven points. You're coming on strong. Uh, Gendry, Gendry, sorry. You said he would live. You were right. That's eight points. Oh, I'm getting nervous. Uh, Sir Davos, you said he would die. You're down oh. seven points. Brienne, you said she would live. You're back up to eight. I'm nervous again. Podrick, Podrick. Oh no, what did you he say about Podrick? You said he would die. You're back down to seven points. Uh, Grey Worm, you said he would live. You were correct. That's eight points. And and Miss Sunday, good job. Nine points. <laughs> You're now tied for the lead. And we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight characters left. But you were tied for the lead with nine points. Where was I? Who did I say last? Miss Ande. Ande. Okay. Sam, you said he would live. Ten points for the lead. Gilly, alive. Eleven points. Gilly's baby, alive. Twelve points. The Hound, alive. Eleven <gasps> points. That was, that was total wish fulfillment, not gonna lie. <laughs> I, I, I think I had that same wish. Uh, <laughs> the Mountain dead what are we back We're back at 11 now 12 12 uh do i do i have a third ruling on this yeah it was 12 uh, okay 12 here we go 12 uh theon dead 13 points you can't lose now you got it you got it uh tess is our winner among the cosplay Game of uh, but i'll just finish you off uh ghost you said would be dead that's down to 12 Ron you, said, Ron, you said was alive. You're back up to 13 points. So your final score, Tess, uh, the champion of our roundtable of Game of Thrones cosplay heroines with 13 points 
And I'm just guessing here, but I bet you Kev beat you. <laughs> I didn't win the Game of Thrones, but I won the Game of Dead People. Deadpool. You are our champion of cosplay heroines, but let's see who is our is our overall champion. All right. Let's go through Kevin's score right now, right quick. Are you ready for this, Kev? Oh yeah, I'm ready. Here we go. Are you are you feeling strong? Are you feeling confident I'm, about your results? I'm, here? I'm feeling strong. I'm being I'm very I, you confident. know what? I, I don't think you should be strong or confident, but I for some reason <laughs> am strong and confident for you. So right. here we go. Let's do this. Kevin's results. Salsa, you said would die. That is negative one points. Aria, you said would live. That is about up to zero. Bran, you said he would die. He certainly did not, but um, you're at negative one. Uh, John, you said would live. That's back up to zero. Daenerys, Daenerys, you said uh, would die. That's one point. Cersei, Cersei, you said would die. That's two points. Jamie, you said would die. That's three points. Tyrion, you said would die. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. You said he would live. Where was I? Is that four or three? That's four. Four? Tyrion. Okay. Jorah, Jorah, you said would die. And that's five points. And you know what? I'm going to stop here. Five points, Jorah. I'm going to stop here. I just wanted. I just wanted to interject. After this, I'm going to try an experiment. I'm going to try guessing everybody dead and seeing if that wins. But anyway, um, where was I? <laughs> Jorah, uh, five points. Was that what I said? Uh, yeah, we're at five. Yeah. Okay. Gendry, uh, dead. Uh, that's down to four points. Uh, so Davos, you said dead. That's down to three points. Uh, Brienne alive, back up to four. Podrick dead, back down to three. Grey Worm alive, back up to four. Missande dead. Good guess, buddy. Uh, that's up to five. <laughs> Sam, you said would die. That's a bad guess. Um, uh. So you're down. You're down to four for that. Uh, Gilead, Gilead. <laughs> nice one. Uh, Gil, Gilly, uh, Gilly's alive. That's uh, six points. Yeah. Or, no, it's five. Five. Okay. Gilead, five. Gilly's baby alive six. The hound alive five. No. The mount the mountain dead six. And you can't win. Uh, Tess is our champion. Theon is dead. That's right. Seven points. Ghost is alive. That's right. Eight points. Braun is alive. That's right. Nine points. So Kevin tied everyone else. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not, not being a bad. fan of the show. That's not bad. So ev- everyone else should be embarrassed. Is my opinion on that. But anyway. <laughs> Tess is our champion. Congratulations, Tess. Our our mother, our mother of dragons, our our queen of the Andals and the Seven Kingdoms. Uh, for just a brief moment, uh, before, <laughs> before meeting your poetic, beautiful, cinematic ending, how did you feel about watching your corpse fly east uh, <laughs> over Blackwater Bay in in the arms of your child Drogon? How did that feel? For you? Stop, Drogon, fly away. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I wanted to cry because Drogon, that, that killed was, me. Oh was so what, bad what, was her ending everything over? you hoped? No, it was awful. Oh my goodness. It was just boring. Like, it, oh. it was just, it just kind of happened, you know? Like, yeah. I wanted her to, if she was going to go mad queen, like, just go ape shit. Like, it was too subtle, you know? 
It was you know too boring. I, I know. You know what I wanted to happen? Tell me if you think this would have been better writing, okay? <laughs> oh my god. So John so John kills her, right? And yeah. then and then Drogon rises up over John, right? The yeah. same way the same way it happened in the show, right? Yeah, but then know. when Drogon is burns the Iron Throne, it's not because Drogon wants to burn the Iron Throne, because why the fuck would Drogon want to burn the Iron Throne? But Dro- Drogon would want to burn John in that moment, right? So in that moment, Drogon burns John and the Iron Throne just gets hit and melted at yeah. the same time. But John is, the true, John, is John, John is the true dragon, okay? So John is appears in a pile of smoke naked. The girls like that. He's naked because his, his clothes are burned <laughs> off. And Longclaw is lying on the ground in front of him, glowing red from the dragon fire. Now it's Lightbringer. John grabs Longclaw, leaps at Drogon, stabs him with Lightbringer. <laughs> <laughs> the Azora High prophecy is fulfilled, and and we get the same ending the rest of the way. We get it, but that moment wouldn't that, wouldn't have that been better? Well, yeah. What happened to Azora High? They're just like, oh. Uh, Dan and Dave. <laughs> Dan and Dave. Dan and Dave said it's Arya. Dan and Dave in the in the in the post show for episode uh, three, they said Arya was the prince who was promised. They they said that. How, what 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 about that prophecy made any sense then? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Ask them. I guess. I, I I'm not going to ask them anything. They don't know. That's the point. They to have me, no idea. What's me, Martin, maybe Martin will have a better idea. Hopefully. Anyway, um, that would have been an epic ending. Yeah. To I me, think the, sorry, they should expectations and actually make them a good show. Exactly. That would have. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh, so we got everybody's opinions out. We got everybody's scores. We're going to have to wrap this up now. Is there anything that you ladies, before we go, want to promote? Is there any events coming up or any cosplay stuff or any, you want to give us any like URLs or your Instagrams or anything? What do you want to do? I will be taking over Canada very soon. Uh, okay. Lots of burning. So look out for that. <laughs> uh, no, no, are you going to uh, no, I think everything was said. Okay. Great. Go Scott Pet, and that's all that matters. Well, th- thank you so much again. I just want to mention, by, by the way, I didn't get to mention this earlier, but episode four, the episode that we had you all on first, is our most listened to episode by far. Yep. Like like, <laughs> like double, double. double any yeah. other episode. So uh, the people like you, and, and we and we like you very much, and we want to have you back. Uh we're looking forward we are, to. We are, of, we are lots of strong, independent women who have very strong opinions. Yes. <laughs> we're always we appreciate having that. Freedom. We appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're looking forward to the prequel series coming out next year. I hope you will all be back for that. I hope you'll all have new characters to cosplay from that. I hope we'll all love it as much. Um, and in, in the meantime, you know, if you want to come on and talk about Star Wars, you know, anything else, uh, like I said, anytime, you're always welcome. Cool. Oh, thank you for having us. Um, I think we're going to do more episodes of, we're going to do more episodes of tool for this podcast about game of Thrones and the ending and how the whole thing, you know, we're going to talk about the theories and we're going to talk about, you know, our reactions, you know, going forward, there's going to be a lot to talk about. So we probably have you back to talk more about this too. And, um, <coughs> we'll have more, more, lots more game of Thrones to talk about. There's lots of, there's lots to unpack. Heck yeah, there is. So I don't know. Uh, I I think we're done. I don't. What do you think, Kev? Um, I don't know. Uh, let's ask Janet. That's the end.
Yeah, Janet, I'm sorry. Game of Thrones is over. <laughs> Game of Thrones is over. And however you feel about it, I mean, it's all over but the crying now. And I know the crying is starting in earnest. And I, I expect to hear a lot of it. And I expect to do a lot of consoling and give a lot of people hugs. Um, and I and I hope to do that. I hope to help everybody through their anxiety and uh, sense of loss from the end of their favorite show. All good. <laughs> Even though it wasn't your favorite show, Kev. And uh, Kev, I want to make a pledge to you uh, it, to, to show my gratitude. To show my gratitude, Kev, for you watching this whole series and, and doing every episode of this podcast about this series, uh, this season. I promise you, I am going to watch the new Child's Play. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> me too, me too, me too. Which is not something go. I would ever do. Yeah. You would have to get me at gunpoint. But because you are my friend and because I appreciate you, I'm going to do that for you. And we're going to do such an episode on Child's Play when that movie comes out. You just I'm wait. Down. I'm down. You just, that's, you uh, just wait. That's what, uh, July, if I remember correctly, right? I feel like uh, it's I, July. I don't think it's you would know. You would know better than I would, buddy. Yeah, I have to check, man. I can't remember. But, uh, yeah, Mark Hamill like a motherfucker, man. That's right. That's right. We're going to support Mark, whatever he does. So. There you go. So we'll be doing that. So uh, I guess we're done. So thank yeah. you for listening, everybody, to episode thank 15. Yeah. Thank, thank you for, for coming, coming once again, ladies, and come well, back soon. We're happy, to be, we're happy to be part of it. Yeah. Uh, uh, we I appreciate, appreciate you yeah, so we're much. much appreciated. We are so grateful. We are so Who was grateful. the white horse? He left. Me. There's an Uber. <laughs> 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 Sorry, we're all just making uh, we're shit very, jokes. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of us. Oh, thank man. you for having us. All right. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for coming. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Good night, everyone. Uh, you know what? Winter is over. Game of Thrones is over. But the discussion will never end. No. We're going to be talking about this forever. I'm sure. I'm sure you're going to enjoy that too, aren't you? Hey. But, uh, Go ahead. That's it for episode today. So. Kevin, anything to say before we go? Uh, just uh, happy 20th anniversary to The Phantom Menace, which was today. Other than that, I'm good. I'm off to Mexico in the morning. That's right. Kevin's going to Mexico for one week, so we'll be back uh, in eight days yeah. uh, with some new content for you. Uh, bon voyage, my friend. Travel safely. Thank Come you. home in one piece and we'll have a great time. You. Thank you. Peace out. Peace out. Thank you for listening.